Charge up your broadcaster and get your jump pack ready, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. In this episode, we're going over some Rogue One DLC news and PlayStation VR and how it will change the game of Battlefront. Let's get started. First off, let's go over the news. The names of the four new maps for Scarif have been detailed in the updated description of the DLC on Amazon. Yes, so... Scarif Beach, Scarif Jungle, Landing Pad 13, and Shield Gate. FS only. Yeah, it's Fighter Squadron only. Landing Pad 13 sounds so cool. So what do you think of these names, Sam? I'm pretty sure one of them will be on the Scarif's Beach... One of them will be in Scarif's Jungle, and one will be on a landing pad. I am guessing that, too. I don't know what it is, an instinct in my stomach, but I am guessing that, too, Sage. Also, Jin Erso's weapon has also gotten some more details. It is called the A180. It's a cheap replica of the A280. What cheap? Re- <laughs> it's a pistol. Everyone knows that 200 is better than 100, so that means the A280 will still be the best of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it looks like this weapon is going to be different, and it's going to have abilities. And those abilities are a blaster mode, a sniper mode, and an ion launcher. So this is really cool to see because we're getting modes for weapons now. We've already gotten this kind of with the secondary fire, but this sounds pretty cool. In the Star Wars book series, they have the... Uh, battery packs and those settings that they can put on the weapons to change them and i think this is going to be similar to that what do you think sam this will be a cool addition it's a three-in-one weapon a sniper a normal weapon and a ion launcher what do you think is going to be your favorite mode probably the sniper mode sniper mode you're correct no (laughs) but i still do love me some sniping i'm a sniper wannabe you're sniper wannabe you're a poser i'm sniper underscore wanna underscore b (laughs) <laughs> I think my favorite mode is going to be the uh, the original blaster mode because I think that's just going to be the all-around better mode. I think the sniper is going to be one or two shots before it overheats, kind of like the DLT-19X, but the ion launcher sounds pretty cool. I wonder if it's going to be like the ion torpedo, if it's going to launch a smaller, less powerful version of that. What do you think, Sam? Probably, but I don't know if this is the weapon that she does use in the Rogue One movie. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Like, it's going to have these modes? I think so. First off, what do you think? Then we're going to go into whether or not we think the Scarif DLC will spoil the movie. So what do I think about the weapon? Yes, the weapon. I think it sounds really cool. A novel idea. They're definitely jumping on the secondary fire boat train. Yeah, I think... It's a train mixed with a boat. (laughs) I think all of the DLCs have led to this. I mean, we got a... Kind of multi-stage game mode with Bespin, with uh, Sabotage. Then we got a multi-stage game mode into Death Star DLC. And now we're going to get another more refined version of the Death Star DLC. That's how EA works. They made the trait yeah, uh, the, the, for the heroes. Yep. And then they rode that. Yes. And now they made the secondary fire. And then they rode that. Yep. So now we're going to get tertiary fire. Do you or do you not think that there will be spoilers in the Scarif DLC? As I said a minute ago, which you guys did not hear because Sage edited it out. <laughs> MLS. Major League Spoilers. I don't think it'll be it'll spoil anything. 
obviously, you will know the weapons, the setting. Which is a spoiler. It's, it's not a spoiler. You just... Spoiled everything. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I think if you're going to be going in the dark, like watching no trailers... That's what I'm doing. going into anything about this... It will have spoilers. It will spoil something. It'll spoil how the characters look if you haven't seen any of those. I don't know how you would, but it will set the scene at least. As my good friends at Star Wars HQ, Ryan and Robbie stated that if they weren't using, they weren't doing a Star Wars YouTube channel, they would not watch the trailers. That's what they said? Yeah. You did not hear that? Uh Uh-uh. They said that they would not do it and they would be completely in the dark. Are they my good friends? No. (laughs) But is that statement true? Yes. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I don't want to do a Star Wars podcast is because then we'd have to go through every single trailer, every single bit of news. And I like to go in the movies blindfolded pretty much blindfolded (laughs) crf dlc obviously you're going to know about the maps i'm really excited for this new jungle map i am really excited for the new we have not had a jungle we've had a forest a desert a snow desert (laughs) a space desert a jakku desert there's a lot of desert maps let's just say that so jungle sage what do you think jungles and battlefront is going to be awesome jungle and star wars is going to be awesome it's, it's so awesome. I, I, there are no words for this. I'm so excited for the jungle in Star Wars and Battlefront. I mean, we've gotten swamps, we've gotten a forest, but we haven't had a jungle yet. So I'm really excited about that. And being, being able to play it before the movie, I think that's going to be a cool experience. I was well looking forward to the beach. Yeah, I hope I hope all of the water's um, shallow. Yeah, so you can walk in it. Yeah, so you can walk in it. Does look very cool. I did see some palm trees, but there's not going to be much cover, which I do not like. I like maps where you can walk around and cover. Yeah, I think with the multi-stage game mode, you may start out in the jungle. That's going to transition into the uh, beach uh, beach map, and then it will transition into Space Gate. What do you do? You think that's a fair assumption? That is a fair assumption, but they're probably going to make smaller versions of these maps that they always do. Yeah. Or like blast various. I think drop zone would be awesome on a beach. Yes, it would. <laughs> Just chilling on the beach and then a drop pod comes and kills you. Chilling on the beach with your uh, Stormtrooper Speedo on. Some blue milk. Soaking the sun. Uh, let's talk about a little bit of uh, the Space Gate. Yeah, Space Gate. So they were, there will be space battles in, in the Scarif DLC. I'm pretty sure it sounds like Space Gate. It might be the entrance to the unknown planet. Maybe, but I don't think that they would do this, is you start off in space and then you slowly try and make your way to the ground. And then once you get a certain point, uh, you get a certain amount of ships or you destroy a certain amount of ships at this certain point, you will transition into the the ground combat. Also, I'm pretty sure they're going to have a blockade that you have to bypass. Yeah, I, that's in pretty much every Star Wars book I've Correct. read, there is a blockade of some sort on the planet they're trying to go to or the planet they're trying to get off. So the Empire likes to blockade planets. Correct. We also got some news of the the other weapon. We, we actually know the name now, and it's the D-29. That's all we know so far. It's not as good as the DT-12, but... How did you know? <laughs> because it doesn't have a T it in it. It has a D in it. So it's the D-29, and this is probably going to be Krennic's weapon, but... I was trying to speculate, maybe he doesn't have any weapons, but one of his star card abilities or one of his power-ups like, he, but I'm, is a weapon. Just like the A180, I'm pretty sure they're going to add different modes for this. Yeah. I because, mean, we've, we've, see, we've seen this all throughout the DLC. Once they introduce a trait, all the future heroes have the trait. There was a little bit of time where they were thinking about doing traits for the original heroes. Yeah, the 
lead hero designer said, we'll look into that or something like that, or something similar. Yeah, well, this is the last DLC expansion, so they better go out with a bang, making these weapons very cool. Yeah, and I think Christian Johansson will do that. Correct. I mean, the TL-50, the K-16 Briar Pistol, really good weapons. Don't really use them, but they're good. Yeah. TL-50, though. TL-50 is overpowered. Like we said last week, that it will be getting a change sometime soon. What are you hoping for the D-29? D-29, hmm... They already got the sniper aspect covered in the first, so might be a pistol. It's a pistol, I believe, because I zoomed zoomed up really close to Krennic, and he's holding a pistol. A pistol, a mode. What could they do? What I like to see is a trait. I've already said this before that does a random star card effect. Yeah, I like to see this weapon have some kind of like minor tweak to where it shoots a random explosive shot every time. But that's just me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't really can't speculate on what they've already covered the ion aspect, which is for ships, the normal aspect, which is for infantry, and the sniper aspect, which is so for far range. This might just be a really overpowered normal weapon. Yeah, just like a super high, super high rate of fire, medium damage, that kind of stuff. Also, this bunch of people are speculating about this kind of holster thing that Generso had in the promotional, and. It is a baton, so we could be seeing close quarters combat with Jin Erso. Her melee could be a baton hit. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to see. That's about all it for the for the Scarif news. We had a lot more news last week, but... Yeah. But this is starting to get into the transition of it's coming out. As it's we almost rec- December, which As is we crazy. As we're recording this, it is 12 more days, I believe, until the Rogue One DLC. Plus in two weeks. That's awesome. Yes. Really excited about this. So going on to PlayStation Virtual Reality, which we recently bought and we've been playing a ton of. What are your thoughts so far? It's amazing. Of the headset. So Headset's awesome. I think the headset is super comfortable, really easy to put on, to take off. It doesn't scrunch your face like other headsets I've seen you where you come out with VR face where your face is all red. It's very sensitive. Like you need to get that camera right on or it's kind of blurry even. So that's a minor thing that I've found out but it's awesome i played basically every demo on, on the, the demo disc yeah we're still trying to get the move controllers yeah so we haven't been able to play the move controller games uh all of the launch bundles have been 700 dollars, even at walmart walmart it was 727 dollars because it was the last one available they weren't shipping them out anymore it was just really annoying so we went to a walmart Got it for $400. Got the PlayStation camera for $40. So we're almost completely set for any future VR. We are set for the Star Wars Battlefront Rogue One VR mission. Which I'm no, so VR excited. VR X-Wing mission. When is it coming out again? December 6th with the um, Rogue One. Yeah, we'll definitely be playing that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, so let's talk about one of my favorite games, The Kitchen. And this is this is all going to lead back to Battlefront. This like explaining what... VR can do. So, Kitchen, Sam, you were terrified of that. The Kitchen is a horror game where you are sitting in a chair, your hands are tied, you are in a haunted house, kind of. Your buddy's over there passed out on the floor. He wakes up by you knocking a camera on the ground. Then he tries to get a knife to cut you free, and then this weird, creepy lady comes back, stabs him in the chest, comes over to you, stabs you in the knee, and then... 
your buddy tries to save you. He's taken to the shadows. The lady cuts his head off. It's rated M. <laughs> no way. Yeah. As you can tell, it's rated M. And e, it is, definitely E. It is scary. <laughs> That's the word. That's the only word you can describe is it, it scary as. scary or scary? Scary. <laughs> Sam was in tears because of it. I wouldn't say tears. Say oh, yeah, you were crying. Be honest here to the viewers. Tears of fear. Fear tears. So, Sam, you were in tears. Why? Pretty freaky. It is extremely freaky. That guy, the guy gets in your face and, you know. Yeah, the people in, people in VR are scary. We let my mom and my dad play it. And they were freaked out just because the guys was standing up right next to him. They, they were freaked out by that. They couldn't even make it past that point. Also wanted to talk about another one, E.V. Valkyrie. Eve. Eve Valkyrie. Yes, Stone got me saying that. So Eve Valkyrie is a space shooter. Yeah, I just hope that Star Wars isn't like that. I don't think Star Wars will be like this. This is a like open cockpit, super futuristic space thing. So the X-Wing will definitely feel more comfortable because it's surrounded all by... Uh, so much moving in that game, it kind of hurt my eyes. Yeah. And like when we were talking with Elliot, how he was playing the demo... Uh, he played it and it didn't hurt his eyes at all. So Hopefully that's good to hear. It will be good. And I'm counting on it to be good. Seems slower paced from the trailer. Yeah. Fast so, paced in VR does not work. No, it does not work. <laughs> you got to take it slow. And so PlayStation VR, the Rogue One, the super long name, Star Wars Battlefront, Rogue One, X-Wing VR mission is going to be awesome. Like from what we've played so far of virtual reality, it's hard to describe, and when you watch videos on YouTube or wherever, uh, it does not capture what you are feeling uh, as you are putting on that headset. So if you watch a video, times that by 100, and then you have what you uh, will experience in virtual reality. Do you agree, Sam? Yes. What are you hoping for in the Rogue One VR mission? It's pretty self-explanatory. You know, you're in that X-Wing shooting stuff like Star Wars does. Yep. But, yeah, it seems to be good. The controller's in the perfect position as holding the controller because you're on the, whatever, the two little sticks that you steer. Yeah. The... So it's kind of like same. Definitely, I like the no HUD kind of deal. It looks awesome, especially in space. How do you think virtual reality could be implemented in future Battlefront, uh, but in future Battlefront 2? I'd like to see a ground VR. Yeah, we're just like maybe you're behind a kind of like that encampment or something. Did they like do that. that at like E3 or something? They had a VR. Yeah, it was the Star um, Wars Vive, like Star Wars mission where you had a lightsaber and you're. I like to see something like that more polished. Yeah, where you maybe you are a stormtrooper, maybe you're a Jedi, and you get attacked by rebels or stormtroopers, and then you have to get behind an encampment. So you kind of like sitting down because a lot of VR takes advantage of just sitting down. Like it feels very natural. I like to even see a full mission in VR, like maybe a demo kind of deal, five waves. Yeah. Just five waves in VR. It's not too crazy, but I'd like to see that. Yeah. I think shooters, I mean, we were seeing this in one shmups. of the- Shmups. as people like to call them, shmups. Um, like we've seen this in a couple VR games. Uh, one's about to be coming out, which is Farpoint. They're working on that. Um and it's a shooter, but that's about it. Uh, we don't really get many shooters. It's a bunch of like space games or you're in a tank or something like that. You're driving a car. I think it'd be really cool to see a first-person shooter get the um, get the arms very well placed so it actually feels like you're in it. 
I think that'd be really cool to see in future Battlefronts. What about you, Sam? Definitely. So with the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox Scorpio uh, out by the time Battlefront 2 will be, how do you want them to implement that extra power? I'd like to see a native 4K Battlefront experience. That'll only be possible on the Xbox Scorpio with like decent frame rates. But I think the PlayStation 4 would definitely take advantage of that power with smoother frame rates, maybe yeah. a actual 1080p. Because right now on the PlayStation, it is a lower than 1080p resolution. PS Pro did really let me down. Yeah. It's been getting good reviews, but... PlayStation poop. (laughs) Not Pro. I definitely think the Scorpio is way better. Yes. But let's go back to Battlefront. So how would you you say native 4K, you'd like to see that? Basically only for the Scorpio. Yeah. But I'd love to see Battlefront 4K. It'd be awesome. And these graphics are going to even be better. Hopefully on par just a little bit better it'll probably be better i think you know how battlefield one looks it'll look better than battlefield one because they'll have that extra time to play around with the engine get a really good grasp on that and they have been blowing blowing it out of the water with the use of frostbite engine i mean it's just been crazy the kind of stuff that they've been able to do battlefield one a lot of it looks real like with battlefront it looks better than battlefront in a like grimier way like Battlefront surprisingly looks cleaner, but if they can get that to where it can run smooth on the Xbox Scorpio at 4K, or even on on the PS4 Pro in like 1080p with like super smooth frames per second, I think it'd be really helpful. Okay, I think that's about all we can cover on the Rogue One VR mission so far. But since we are 12 days away, it's like 12 days of Christmas, basically before Christmas of the Scarif DLC. What are you hoping for the most? From Scarif? Yes, from Scarif. Definitely more ground combat. That's about all I can ask for. Ground combat. What I really want is an update to fix bugs. That's what I really want. Um, I haven't really experienced the bugs in the game modes that I've played, but when I do stray away from the game modes that I usually play, I run into tons, uh, tons of bugs. Like Hero Hunt, really buggy. Heroes vs. Villains is pretty bad. And extraction for me has been terrible. Every time I got a hero pickup, it has just gone haywire. I had to quit out of the game. Every time I've gotten a hero pickup, it's been perfect. Which is really weird. How many? How Battlefront much? loves me. Battlefront loves you. I'm EA's chosen child. You are the chosen one. <laughs> you are the chosen one. Correct. You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. I joined them because they were more powerful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we getting into this again? Yes, hashtag rebels suck. Hashtag imperials, I'm thinking of an eyewear, but I can't think of one, are awesome. Rebels, uh... Impressive what? imperials? No. Maybe <laughs> something cooler than impressive. impressive. Uh, what is R that's a bad Most impressive. Term? Um, rotten rebels. It's a little more childish, but it does work. Rotten rebels, impressive imperials. I thought you said you don't like I used it. <laughs> so, guys, I'm still standing by what I said. Boba Fett is the best. Next, rebels are the worst. Imperials are the best. Boba Fett is the best. Oh, did I mention that before? Yes, Boba Fett is still the best villain. You think he's the best villain? I want to say inside that he is the best villain. (laughs) But I know in my heart that he's not. I hate to break it to you, but this is an intervention. Okay? Okay. The Rebels blew up both Death Stars. What? Yes. No! (laughs) Blew it all up. That's impossible! (laughs) This is definitely going to be a shorter episode, but it's going to be funny. 
you have any other topics you'd like to discuss. Four times score weekend. Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. Four, let's talk about four times score weekend. For our ending topic. Ending topic, four score weekend. What do you think? Four score seven years ago. Oh my gosh. We did reach rank 90. We are rank 90 now. We are among the top players, kind of. <laughs> yes. It only took us like a few hours, I want to say. Yeah. We were rank 83, 85. Yeah, rank 85, and then we just destroyed that in the first like couple hours that we played. Yeah, so we weren't like really behind, but still, it helped us out a lot. Just trying to get to 200,000 credits, but we will, fell short of that. We were at, like I think, 130,000, so that's still good. We'll be able to buy everything for the Scarif DLC. We did play the Overwatch weekend instead of Battlefront, so... Yeah, they kicked me off the PlayStation to play... Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah, talking about all the players in Battlefront, I experienced so much, uh, so many full lobbies because of that 4X weekend. I did too. I mean, I get, I could pick any single game that I wanted to play, and I would find people in it. That includes... I, I was playing Heroes vs. Villains. I barely even had to wait. There were so many people in the queue. Everyone wants to get that like crazy amount of score. Yeah. Walker Salt's pretty good, but Battle Station. Battle Station was the best. I got 50,000 credits. Or not 50,000 credits, 50,000 XP score, which is 5,000 credits. And that's the record of as many credits that we've gotten in Battlefront. I saw one Battlefront YouTuber. I thought I got like, I got 60,000 one time. You got 60,000? Yeah, and that was with a two or three times score. Okay. Well, that's my record. (laughs) But the YouTuber Fact Free, he got 120,000. That's crazy. XP. Oh, 12,000 credits. 12,000 credits. If he could do that as every single game, he would be at like a million credits. <laughs> if any of our listeners, you out there, you wonderful listeners, have 1 million credits, send us a screenshot, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to see that. Or even half a million. Half a million would be insane. I'm pretty sure 101057 has close to that. <laughs> That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. Or if you don't have the money and would like to support the show, you can go to iTunes and leave a review. If you don't know what to say, just leave your favorite Star Wars character. Our new intro music was made by Daniel Barham or at Gafunko on Twitter. G-A-F-U-N-K-O. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can contact us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com and in the subject line, put podcast guest. We do the guest episodes through Skype, so make sure you have a Skype account. You can leave feedback on our email. That again is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at SWB Podcast for all things Battlefront, and you can also follow us at YT for Warring Galaxy News. If there's new Battlefront news, we will cover it first on our Twitter. May the Force be with you. Always. Instagram account that will be probably made today. Sam, what the heck is up with you? Okay, Sage, continue. Why are you, why are you talking like this? Yeah, Sage, continue, that's, please. That's Sam. That's, this is my professional voice. Do you like it? No. I like to put an S on the end of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna push, pop. 
Papa got some bush pops over here. What? That was good stuff. Okay. You may continue, Sage. <laughs> well, Rogue One, if you play the Scarif DLC, you will get Major League spoilers. No. It will spoil the movie for you, and you might as not. You might as well not watch the movie if you play Scarif. What is the, what is the foundation of the this, uh, these assumptions? Everyone knows that when someone releases a DLC that's about a movie, it spoils everything. No. Am I the only one here that thinks that? <laughs> yes, you are. You have to say no, so I will take that. <laughs> You're the only one. <clears throat> so guys, don't play Scarif. It's just going to give you massive spoilers. So you got to choose. Do you want to watch the movie or play Scarif? <laughs> Sam. I personally am choosing probably Scarif. I'll get. The, I'll take the spoilers like a man. Because everyone knows it will have Major League spoilers. MLS. Major League spoilers. It's probably going to be edited out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Somewhere deep in my heart, I still love you. You be Boba Fett screaming. <laughs> Correct. You're no good to me, dead. Back in my day, we had two time scores. You don't know how good you have now, sonny. Yeah, man, it took us three days to get to that rank 50. Yep. That rank 50 was passed above all things. Yeah. I remember when I first reached that top of the mountain. Give him my cigarettes. <laughs> we we lost the game, but we gained something more. We gained the rank 50. <laughs> 